Hello and welcome to another episode of Sam Green Race Engineering. He's Sam Green. Yes, I am. I'm Sean Smith, and we're joined by a familiar face to the channel uh, because Alistair Walker has won another championship on the CSR Community Sim Racing series. Hello, Al. Morning, all, or afternoon, or evening. Depends when you're watching, yeah, or listening, even. Or good, or good night. That's the end of the podcast, not already. Um, Sam. You uh yes. you did some organization, didn't you? You you made a series. I did, and, yes. And I won it. This is one of one of my series. We decided we wanted to do some NASCAR. By community poll. So, we're just to defend ourselves yes. from the start. <laughs> yeah. We we did a poll. We did a um at the end of last year, it was like November time mm-hmm. and it just kept running and running and running. Where people could vote for an option or they could put their own option in, and there was a lot of the options on there. Yep. That, that NASCAR was the most popular one, so that's what we started this year with. We did. Uh, so we decided in a true American fashion to find a NASCAR, which couldn't turn. It wasn't. It wasn't very good, and uh, we ran. Some... I mean, that was the best of the ones we found. No, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think the trucks were better, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but but despite. The NASCAR-iness of it, it actually turned out with some pretty good stories, which we're going to be discussing for you today. Uh, we're going to be discuss- discussing the championship, the twists and tails, a bit of drama, surprise, surprise, with CSR, uh, and uh, obviously how Al eventually won it. So, where should we start? Should we start with the, that, that, that bit of a pretty testing we were going through, how we eventually came to that particular NASCAR? We can do. Yeah. Do you mean Magello? The what? Or do you mean pre-Magello? Pre-Magello, like the, oh, okay. the, the when we started kicking off the idea. So, the Facebook group essentially. I found this Facebook group uh, which make Assetto Corsa NASCAR mods, mm. um, and the cars, the cars were okay for the general most part, but inconsistent, as we found. So we we looked initially at the. Uh, Xfinity cars, mm-hmm. which are like Formula Two for NASCAR, they're like the step below Cup. Um, and, and I think we found that they weren't all on the same tire compound and didn't have the same it, well, the toy, final drive adjustment. The toys had traction control, the others didn't. <laughs> yes, which obviously is one not very realistic, and two not very fair. As our, as our um, out, wasn't wasn't very realistic at all. No. Um, <laughs> And and equally, the setup options varied from car to car, even though they were in the same class. Um, I seem to remember, didn't I also really dislike the gearbox? Yes. Yes, you did, yes. <laughs> don't, I'll, so I may have gone on a small rant over the gearbox. Don't try and uh, singleize a single thing you didn't like about these NASCARs. <laughs> I'd say most of... Until we found the car we ended up with, you dislike most of them, let's face it out. <laughs> Um, and the thing is, I don't dislike NASCARs, I and I've I drive them occasionally on iRacing, and I've run them at um, I haven't run Watkins Glen actually yet, but I have run them at Lime Rock, Indiana. Yeah, so you've done a bit of um, a bit of road course racing, as we'll refer to it in this podcast for ease. Yeah, for the Americans. Um, yeah, for all of our American listeners. Um, and that's basically what the initially that's what I wanted to do was kind of we decided that actually having just done American GT4 mm-hmm. maybe let's not do American circuits we were going to do Europe instead yeah um, 
So we found some European circuits, which were quite good fun. A couple of road courses, a couple of ovals. Well, um, and this was this was headlined as the European NASCAR Championship up until round yeah. three, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we started testing the cars after we decided it was European, to yeah. be totally honest. Now, it it uh, just so happened, I think, we, that um, RSS, the modding team who make lots of good monsters as a head courser, just so happened to release their brand new NASCAR at this time. Um, it was literally about a week before we were going to start testing for the championship, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the RSS Hyperion, um, as it's called. Yes. Um, which actually, because it's made by RSS, was very good quality. Well, and because there was mostly. only one... Well, no, I think, generally speaking, it was a good car. It doesn't have reverse gear. Okay, that's a slight problem. <laughs> But just don't crash. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, don't crash. Um, or spin turn if you need to. Well, easily done. Unless you end up um, face first in the wall, but you know, minor details. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> it's your own fault, really. Um, but no, I mean, it was, and when we tested it, actually, because there was only one car, it wasn't like a Ford Chevrolet and a Toyota, it was just the Hyperion. Which was a Ford, um, really. Yeah, which, it is a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> or a Mitsubishi. Um, or no, an Aston or just, a BMW, or an Aston Martin. Just no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, because B it was just BMW one. BMW is so good. Yeah, because it was just one spec car. Um, it was the same across the board. It, it may not have been a hundred percent accurate on the setup because there's limitations with a Seto Corsa. Um, but it, was fine. but it was the same for everybody. They did, they did yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a lot closer, I think, than a lot of the others we'd found. Especially, I'm going to come back to this: the gearbox behavior was a lot closer to what I've experienced running the cars in iRacing, which I think probably is a good place to base the assessment off. Because I know iRacing work very closely with NASCAR. Yeah, they do. So we had about a week or two's testing uh, with the car. So I went round Lauritz Ring in Austria for myself and, and went, oh, this is really slow compared to my Le Mans cars. Um, yeah, then we went to Mugello. That was quite fun. Uh, it actually, it wasn't completely awful around Mugello, but it's just, I think it's just because it's such a much bigger car and such sort of floaty car compared to what we were running in GT4 and F3, for example, and even over the Winter Championship uh, one-day series stuff we were doing. Um, for for a lot of people, it was a big transition, which uh, made it that was interesting. That was the thing, I think, wasn't it? It was a big learning curve. Mm -hmm. I mean, these things have virtually no brakes. They don't have well, they do have a bit of downforce at really high speed, but generally speaking, not a lot of downforce. Um, not a lot of well, again, in some corners, loads of mechanical grip. In other corners, no mechanical grip. <laughs> um, and a lot of power. They're like 700 brake horsepower and very torquey. So they do spin the wheels a lot. I found um, like, like so, two strokes, so they had nothing, nothing, nothing. All the power, change gear. Or like a yeah, gear. you had to get the gear right, didn't you? You had to get it up into the rev range to get the power out of it, really. Um, but I think once we got... Once, generally speaking, everyone got the hang of it fairly well, I think. <laughs> Um, well, I think the it, yeah, I think the testing race at Donington was, was a bit of yeah, it was actually quite a fun race. Although I think some people were still struggling to get to grips with the car at the time. 
Yeah, a little bit. But again, it was still... That's the reason we do those test races, though, as much as anything, isn't it? It's to try and figure out Some where the off. issues with the cars might be, where we might get it wrong, and, and things like that as well. But, no. Um, we, uh, we, we, uh, who won that? Was that Al as well? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. Uh, that, that, that was, me and Sam had a habit of with these NASCARs of um, either crashing into each other or being very close and scaring each other off the track at some point. Yes. Uh, Donington was yeah. no exception. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, well, I think you you had a uh, a coming together with someone at the chicane <laughs> on the Dutch. No, what was, I, I, I changed my gearing, so it was really like all at the top end, so it was like a bop, 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 sort of, um, get, rather than the big long laboured. What was it like? I'm not doing it again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I came down to because the other thing was that the car locks up if you have 100% brake power on certain uh, p- paddle pedals. Um, so what I have to do is reduce them to 92% on the on the brake power, and also come down the gears really quickly. Uh, so what happened was that down the back straight to Donington National Circuit we were doing, uh, you obviously <laughs> braked, and I hit the brakes about the same time with less power, so less retardation, and also then having to brake more, come down the gears faster, which locked my rear axle up because I went to reverse. And uh, yeah, had a little crash at the chicane while going for, yeah. I think we were, like, we were like third place or something back then. We were fairly high up, yeah. Um... I mean, I... I won't lie. This probably did help my um, <laughs> my race at Donington. Oh, of course it did. Um, I think I was. Sorry, go ahead. Al. Yeah, I th- I wasn't struggling too much, but it definitely meant I was able to back off a little bit. Yeah, you got to learn the car a bit yeah, in your own time. Yeah, you could take it a bit easier and find the limit of the car rather than have to push. Which is often a better way of learning it, really. Let's face it. So after that, uh. Amazing race. Uh, we went to the first official race, which was at the Austria Ring, Red Bull Ring, in Austria. Spielberg Ring. Yes. That's the word I was after. Yes. Now, I I actually really liked this. I think that actually the track really suited the car. Um, it was tricky, certainly tricky in places, but it was not um, by any stretch impossible. And actually, it was close racing generally throughout the field yeah i'll I'll give you that yeah Um, yeah Yeah, i'm with sam on this one i really enjoyed the track sean is a bit hesitant because sean managed to get a penalty because he knocked cree out on the first corner of the first lap of the season yes i qualified fourth after we said Take it easy, guys. Remember, cold tires, cold brakes. Yeah. And Sean went, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then <laughs> annihilated Cree. <laughs> the problem was that when that happened, I sort of felt, you know, when you get petrified and you sort of can't speak. That was the problem. <laughs> because I, was, I was hitting the brakes like, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> right into Chris's uh, uh, right rear corner. and uh, Yeah, which essentially put you both out of contention well, for that one uh, it made a spectacular replay though it did and gave me a penalty which is always popular but no, i think I felt, Creed I felt... did manage to recover somewhat yeah from that, yeah Chris didn't he made... though in the race yeah he did um I was, I was right behind him for the full remainder until i then spun it and crashed later on but that was my <laughs> that was my fault um but chris managed to recover to second place which was incredible yeah um but no that that was Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's just like it had, had it had it was going to happen to me. Obviously, the first corner of the first race, uh, 
first lap or the first ever rolling start that we've done. That's right. We, well, it's we not actually... the first ever rolling start we've done because we did do one in GT4, though. Yeah, but that wasn't real. I think <laughs> the thing is, not many people in our group were very experienced with rolling starts. The I problem, think the problem was that rolling start. I was on pole and I, I did really well. So oh, that's a, <laughs> that now meant I had a 50 50 uh, <laughs> um, success rate, which was a bit rubbish, but oh well. Anyway, yeah, uh, Chris, Chris recovered. Al won from nowhere on the grid, if I remember rightly. Yes, I was about sick, and so I'll admit I was kind of gifted the win. I should have been second and Cree third, hmm. but what happened was um, Jack, unfortunately, had a screen issue. Was it? I think. Was that that race? I remember he, his screen locked. I think yeah, it was, was yeah. the. Yeah, it was yeah, the first was. round. His screen locked up for like forty seconds. Yeah, yeah, so that unfortunately took Jack out of the lead. I think Nick and Mike were fighting amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And while they were doing so, I think I pitted earlier than them. Yeah. Gave myself the free track. And like you say, from about sixth on the grid, from being nowhere... I slowly worked my way up without anyone noticing. You did the the classic uh, to finish first. First, you must finish. Yeah. Yes. Without crashing. <laughs> just no mistakes. Just got on with it. Yeah. Um, Sam actually did all right in that first race. I did okay actually. I had I had reasonable pace here, which makes a change for me. Not going to lie. Um, and yeah, I just something really clicked. I just found. The car was working well, the setup was working well, the track was responding well to what I was doing. Um, I was also here, I was one of the only drivers using first gear for some of the corners. Um, because I basically gave it a really, I realised I don't really need acceleration off the line. Mm. I'm just going to make first gear quite long. Um, and so I could use it through some of the slower corners to get the nose to turn in a bit better and it worked quite well. I did have a couple of mistakes, which probably cost me. Yeah, but everyone, I was quite apart from Al did, so it was, it was all right. Well, true. <laughs> yeah, that's how I pleased. won. I so I was what fourth or fifth in that one. Yeah, I was just, quite pleased. I was just that. Opened that up. So yeah, first race at Red Bull, it was Alice Walker, Chris Strickland with a heroic drive. Mike Hurd, by far his best race of the season, <laughs> um, in third. Sam yeah. went fourth. I think didn't Mike also like just beat you on the last lap or something, or you were chasing him down on the last lap? It was one of the two. It was pretty close. Uh, I think, yeah, it was. I was going to get him. If I was like to another two laps, I probably would have had him. Yeah. Jack was fifth. Uh, Nick James sixth. Me seventh, which was terrible. Um, so then we moved on to round two at uh, Aosta, which to say that parts of this championship were, had a Marmite effect might be a bit um, underselling it. <laughs> I liked Aosta. I think this. <laughs> I liked it after a while when I first drove the track. I absolutely hated it. It's so a lot of people probably wouldn't have heard of this track. It's a fictional track from a game called Netcar Pro, which was made by the developers of Assetto Corsa before they made Assetto Corsa. Oh, fair enough. I think what didn't help for a few of our drivers is about four of us on the grid. So we race on Tuesday nights. On the Saturday and Sunday, about four of us have been doing the Daytona <laughs> 24 hours. Yes. 
Which I think we still owe a podcast about, don't we, Sean? Uh, yes, we need to get Monty involved for that. But uh, well, either Monty, I don't know. We need to get someone involved. I thought I got hang up. No, I gave that to you to sort out. Yeah, and then we didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> carry on. But yeah, so quite a few of us were a little bit tired and dopey still by Tuesday because mm. a twenty-four hour race really does take it out of you, and then. Aosta is challenging because it's not banked like it's all a typical NASCAR oval that you think of, and it's also the other way round, so yeah. you're turning mm. right. And I think quite a few people struggled to really get the rhythm of the circuit. I think I did in the end though, because I managed to get quite a nice setup for Aosta. Did you get pole at that one? Um it was either pole or second, because by this point I had 100 kilos of ballast yeah. in the car. You got one yeah. pole through the season. I can't remember which one it was, though. Oh, I don't think it was Aosta where you had pole, though. Was it I Talladega, it was... then? No, 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 I definitely no. wasn't pole at Talladega. Lowers no. ring. Yes, it was Lowers ring. Because... It was. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it was, because... Yeah, so I liked Aosta, because it was Oh, that... yes, it was Chris got pole here, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm, it was, yeah. But Aosta, it's weird, because... Some of the corners are like they feel uh, like positive. Sorry, neg- negative camber, positive camber. This was this was a problem for the whole championship. Just remembering which one was which. Yeah, um, Sean doesn't understand camber. I forgot. We found out in this championship because like, it's a NASCAR and it's backwards and it's stupid. Um, uh, for reference, listeners, the car is not backwards. Sean's brain is just backwards. I was still in the hunt for the championship into the last round. All I'm saying. Anyway, I came second at Aosta behind Al because Chris hit the uh, hit somebody and then a wall. No, Chris overshot his pit box. No, 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 because he, he oh, the, that was the it, reason he it? got damaged was because he was either going round. I think it might have been Gary or James, and then he like hit, he banged the wall. I'm pretty sure. I think you might be right, actually. Or didn't he? I was following. They, so I he know. was going past them, and they lost it. Yeah, one of the two. But he got damaged through that incident. Yeah, and then when he was coming into the pits, he overshot his pit box, and as we just oh no said, no no, that was because that happened because he was um he just missed the pit box. That was a completely different incident. He missed his pit box, so, oh, I, right. so I overtook him in the pit stops. He then overtook me because um, I, I didn't really want to fight it too much, and then he had the incident with a lapped car. Yeah, because uh, right. I think you still felt guilty about the fact you'd yeah. taken him out a week earlier. And... <laughs> exactly. Because you got a surprisingly good start for someone that had a grid penalty. Yes, yes I did. Well, I, I seem know, to remember... I know why that is, though. I know why that is. <laughs> why is that, Sam? Because Sean left a 10-car gap between him and the car ahead. And then when the countdown started, he floored it. <laughs> Should so that was... not have been a penalty for jumping the snow? No, because yeah, I, I, mean, no, be I was fair, level was... with the guy next to me, so it was fine. Yeah, it was essentially he dragged the entire grid back with him and then <laughs> went and then braked and then went yeah. and braked no. and just happened to time it just enough <laughs> close. Like, I would have jumped start. I would have given him a penalty for disrespect to the start procedure. No bollocks. <laughs> that, I, I was being perfectly fine, and it wasn't called. Therefore, it's legit. And also, if, anyway, and, and I also overtook in the corners, not on the first straight. <laughs> Fair enough. I seem to remember this race though. I started alongside Cree, and I, I think I basically, if I remember right, I sort of hung him out high and dry on the outside line of the track. And oh, didn't the first really lap was give great. Him 
Yeah, because I think I was in a fight with him and Mike Hurd, mm-hmm. and wouldn't give either of them any room. Not to the point of contact, but I'm not particularly easy to pass when no. I don't want to be. No, Al, I know you're not. After, after um, Mossport, was it? No, yeah, Mossport and GT4. That was um, interesting. But I'm not bitter about that one. Um, no, it also was good because it turned out Al was sort of leading, me and Chris sort of tagging on. You were having quite a... It was quite a all right pace. We had a nice a nice sort of line going and one by one behind us, they just kept um, going off one by one. So Jack went off, Mike went off. Um, and yeah, it just ended up us three lapping the field. <laughs> and uh, Sam, you went, yeah, off, then... you went off as well, didn't you? I did not have a good race by any stretch. Um, I had, I went off and then managed to recover it with minimal damage but then my screen froze uh and i hit the wall uh which basically broke the car managed to get back to the pit lane and then spun on pit entry um which (laughs) just ruined it (laughs) just ruined it basically uh and then by the time i come out i was like three laps down this makes it more impressive that you still finished fifth well, yeah. I mean, when I did eventually come out of the pit lane, I was on a mission. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, sick. I was so I was so annoyed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was passing people. On, well, after the pit stop, I just knuckled down and got on with it, really, and did manage to pass three or four people. Mm. I was keeping pace with the drivers a lap ahead of me. Um, so I had okay pace. I wasn't as quick as the front runners, but I was kind of the same sort of pace. You're more as consistent. I think eventually they, yeah, maybe. Um, but I, I don't know. It was it was a, a very annoying race, and I put a lot of practice in for it, and it was just very annoying. So not gonna lie. So after the second round, Al obviously had won both races, uh, and I think got at least one. No, he got yeah one fast lap, which he got at Aosta. Which put him on a grand total with Sam's point system of forty-two points because there are no points for opposition. Can I just say? Can I just say? I think my point system worked really well in this championship. Yeah, Sean just didn't like it because he didn't get one for pole. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. I didn't that's like. pretty much the only reason Sean doesn't like. Yeah, I think we then moved on to Talladega, we did. which yes. was which is a small circuit just outside the town of Tally in Italy. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, this was the one. <laughs> is, it, is this their perimeter wall from like medieval times? Yeah. That's, yeah, this is it. The town's actually in the center. <laughs> yeah, so this was the one. Originally, uh, the third round was going to be at Thruxton. Thruxton. Yes. But a couple of us tried driving the NASCAR around Thruxton and basically came to the conclusion that it was undrivable around Thruxton and that if we tried there was going to be much death. Mm-hmm. Probably 80% of it Sam's when we caught <laughs> up with him. Quite possibly. So we decided to substitute in an oval. Yes. Yeah, so we did a we did a poll, basically. We asked all of the drivers involved, what would you prefer? Should we do a different road course or should we do a super speedway? And it was like you know, almost unanimous that we would do a super speedway. So that's well, what we well, did. Well done for saying almost unanimous there, Sam. Almost. I, it was I, almost unanimous. You know I would have picked you up on that. 
Oh yes, I hundred percent know you would have done because Sean was fully happy to do another road course. Yeah, he did Europe. not want to do a super speedway at all. Nope. Um, Which is I've decided considering the result that happens next. Well, yes, but I decided that because the guys had done the twenty-four hours of Daytona the weekend before, that maybe we should, or well, two weekends before, <laughs> that want. maybe we should not do. Well, no, that maybe we shouldn't do Daytona. Mostly because um, we would have turned left too early and crashed into a yeah. wall. Although it may, have, it may have worked out quite well for me, not going to lie. But um, but yeah, so we did Talladega, which is um, the two and a half mile super speedway. Yeah, it is the Alabama. fastest track in NASCAR because I think the highest is average it? speed ever recorded on lap was at Talladega. Yeah, something like in, 220 mile an hour. Yeah, 1987 for I think Bill Elliott, though I may be wrong. It was no, definitely in a full Thunderbird. Right There's definitely um, a Thunderbird. And, uh, and yeah, so we went to Talladega. Now, Talladega, um, now I was skeptical because for the last two for the day of practice beforehand i've been hearing and seeing bump drafting happen um ping is sadly a thing in uh online racing yeah I, I was a bit skeptical but uh i was like no that's fine sean just drive the race see what happens and uh what happened ow well in qualifying <laughs> we did find out that bump drafting worked. Myself and Jack. So I tried it with Sam. It was a bit more difficult with Sam because Sam has historically bad ping. Yes. <laughs> I think there's a monument for Jack it. and myself, however, managed to get lock out the front row of the grid between us, first and second, because I got behind Jack and I pushed him round the entire circuit. So for those that don't know, the concept of... I think most of our listeners are probably familiar with the concept of drafting. You sit behind another car, you've got less, you've got the big hole, it's punched in the air, you can go a bit faster. In Europe it's called slipstreaming, but yeah, drafting's the other word. Yeah. yeah. What they do in NASCAR on super speedways is something called bump drafting, where instead of pulling round that other car, once you get to the back of it, is you tap its rear bumper and you keep your foot planted in the floor throttle what this means is you both end up going faster and i seem to remember at talladega me and jack it was something like now bear in mind we've all got the same car we're all on the same track you're pretty much going flat out around talladega you'd think the qualifying times would be close like thousands of a second it would be close i think me and jack were saying like 0.8 or 0.9 of a second up yeah it was huge yeah you were it was huge it was massive and the rest of the field, it was down to like hundreds or thousandths of a second. It was Sam very, very close. Sam would have been close. a lot closer had I not accidentally punted him off. I mean, yes. I was like two seconds up on my time. And then Sean put me in a wall. But... <laughs> yeah, and that kind of sums up Talladega. Because I think the first lap of the race, we had a lag spike for one of the drivers. Mm -hmm. And basically wiped out half the field Halfway round turn one, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we although I think it, it was on two. lap two of the race. It was a, only a couple of laps in. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, because I know myself and Nick were starting to bump draft. Cause yeah, I, I think, think it was. It was lap two or three. Was yeah, it was very uh, early. Funnily, it wasn't the bump drafting that led to our downfall. It wasn't. 
no, what we're planning with the bump drafting, I think, was, or at least what I was planning, and I think Nick had cottoned on to my plan, because we'd practiced a bit of bump drafting in practice and qualifying, was we'd bump draft with each other to break away, and then we'd settle it between ourselves later on in the race. <laughs> yeah. Which... Work together until you get the light, the last lap, basically. and then Yeah, and then we could fight it. I mean, because under that sort of plan, the worst thing that would happen is you'd finish second, not first, which... Isn't the end of the world. No, exactly. But, yeah, what was the end of the world was... I think it was seven or eight times I spun... When oh. I got taken oh, yeah. out in turn one, like four thousand degrees of spinning. Like yeah, it, it was a big crash. It was fantastic to watch, and I think that pretty much sums up most of the race at Talladega: is big crashes. It was, yeah. They, Which, NASCAR, to be they fair, is very accurate to NASCAR. Hmm. Yeah, they have something called the big one in NASCAR, and it always happens at the plate races, which are the super speedways, essentially. Um, for exactly that reason, you have a lot of cars going very, very quickly, very close together. So if one of them gets it slightly wrong, or there's a problem, it affects a lot of cars. It's what they um, call, call pack racing. Yeah, essentially, yeah, it's the same same principle. Same idea, yeah. It's just literally, uh, it's too close to avoid an accident. Avoid it, yeah. yeah. There's nothing you can do at that point. But I think this race did um, lead to an interesting result, which was the first win for Max Jones in the championship. It did, and it was yeah. a, what a way to win it as well. Do you remember, do you remember the, the, the circumstances? So after that uh, big incident, there was me, Max, a couple of others. I think Sam might have still been in that group. I can't, I can't remember. Um, but it was us pulling away, and I eventually lost the draft, fell into my own race, was literally spent the next 20 minutes with my foot on the floor and my left foot on the literal floor of my room, just not doing anything at all. Um, Max was pulling away. And uh, then we started hearing the question about fuel. Yes. Now, this is the uh, the other thing, is the length of the race at Talladega meant that you had to put some fuel in at your pit stop. Um, there was a mandatory pit stop anyway for, for tyres. Um make some strategy elements of the race but then you also had to factor in the fuel uh, and how much fuel you would have left and how much do you start with the tanks were 70 litres I assume it's litres anyway on, on the game so 70 litres for argument's sake I estimated that you needed about 80 for the length of that race Yeah. Now it wasn't a lot you needed to put in but you would have had to do some fueling. If uh, Nick had managed to stay with uh, Max for the whole race and they'd been able to lift and coast off each other, they would have been fine. Would have been perfect. Yeah, they would have been absolutely but fine. Nick, I mean, I was. Nick hit the wall and that meant that Max yes. was on his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which meant we And then about the problem that Max had. Yeah, and then the problem that Max had then is that if he lifts and coasts, everyone catches him up because mm. they're not lifting. If you're in a draft, you can lift. If you're on your own, I just had loads you've of got to keep going. Well, I. I started really light. I don't know if you realised, but on that first lap, because I had nothing in qualifying, I didn't even really set a decent lap. Mm. I started way down. I think it was 10th on the grid or something out of 12. Um, no, it was it was even worse. It was 11 out of 12. It was I was definitely on the back row. Put it, 14 drivers put it that way. That day. Yeah, I was right at the back. Put it that way. 
Um, and by the time we got to turn three, I was fifth. Wow. Purely because I was using the toe. I wasn't bump drafting. I was just going for it to try and make some spaces up. Just a stream. But I also, yeah. Um, but I also started the race with only 40 litres of fuel in. So I was 30 kilos lighter than everybody else with no ballast. And in the case of Alistair, I was 130 kilos lighter, assuming Alistair died on full fuel days. I think I did, to be honest. So I was 130 kilos lighter than Al. Hmm. Um, which makes a big difference. Yeah, because I think that's two Alistairs. <laughs> well, yeah. It's nearly... It's like one and a quarter Sean's. Thank you, um, thank you for... <laughs> changing your mind there sam that was a, a that was a, a politically savvy move <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um anyway the race went on and max had about four or five laps of just him having to treat his car to just get to the line i had a full um, full tanks full revs going for it but i mean at this point as well because we're all like we all want to win obviously but at the same time we're actually we are all mates realistically mm. um and well, colleagues. okay, but <laughs> no, I will drop you if it means a race win. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we we were all on like the the drivers' Discord, trying to do the maths with Max to see if he was going to win his first race. Admittedly, I wasn't at this point. I was on Gim painting a car because I'd given up on this race. <laughs> yeah, you actually DNF'd in this one, didn't you? Um, but no, I, I was driving my race. I was kind of, again. I was kind of in the in the middle of nowhere. I didn't really have much of a draft. Occasionally, I'd catch up a back marker and slingshot off of them. Um, but but yeah, I was I was trying to figure it out in my head. I was like, well, I know that I can do. It was about. I think it was about a liter and a half of every lap, or something. It was around. Two. No, it must have been more. It must have been more than that, actually. Um, it was a lot. And I was trying to do the maths in my head, and I was like, actually, no, I think you're going to... I said to him, I think you're going to be okay. I think the maths works out. You're going to be fine. Um, it, it nearly was. But it was close. It was it, very close. So I was catching him about two or three seconds a lap. I could just yeah. sit. I saw this... Initially, I saw this dot, and then it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it sort of became a car. Uh, and then it was just like, last lap, and I was like, I don't know, three or four seconds behind, and you said, no, Max, go for it, go for it, go for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think I lost that race by about a second, but I, I was fine losing that race um, because as soon as he cut across the line, he was going <laughs> as, as he as it runs out of fuel. Yeah, <laughs> well, was... that was the thing. In all of my testing, I basically did exactly that. I ran it to the point where I knew it was something like seventy six liters that you needed to finish. So if I put seventy six liters exactly in the car for the race. Like for the duration of, with the pit stop, then I knew that it would run out as I crossed the line, mm. and that's kind of where I was thinking. But that's the thing, though, the, with Max, if you told him to go like ten seconds beforehand, or <laughs> it'd be a photo, yeah. it'd be a photo, think... it'd be a photo finish. Well, you know, Sand Green Race Engineering. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why I get the big bucks. Um, <laughs> um, but you no, came, it's you came fifth, Sam, in this race. I yeah I so was you by this point you are the most consistent driver along with yes. maybe Jack. You're not the most successful by no. any stretch. Yeah, although I think at this point in the championship it's fair to say Jack hated the car. Oh god yeah. 
I think he put no Jack, testing at all into it. <laughs> Jack had already started planning the next series at this point. Thankfully. He'd lost all interest. Um, but yeah, so after the super speedway of Talladega, in we Italy. went to the Europe in Italy. Yeah, uh, we went to the uh, Lauschen's Ring in yeah, Germany. European which, Tricky Triangle. That is good. I thought it was quite good, actually. I quite enjoyed this race. No, I'm, I'm... I enjoyed this track. I think what helped is we'd done a bit of testing a few weeks yeah. earlier, so I already had a setup for this track. Mm. Yeah, when we did the pre-season, this is where we did it, wasn't it? Because it was uh, a relatively tricky oval, but not as bad as Aosta. I wish I had a, a... saved that setup from that test day. You were quick on the test day. Yeah. You weren't so good in no. the race. <laughs> By that point, I had like... I think I was at 75 kilos for that ballast, success ballast, because I had two second places. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. was... I was still on 100 yeah. at this point. That's, that's, that's what annoys me about you, Al. You still, you still end up fastest, <laughs> even with, with all the yeah. ballast. Yeah, because I think this was the race where I took pole and I was on full yeah. ballast. I know. Yeah. Obviously it was astonishing. Obviously settled the car. <laughs> Must have done. Must have done. Um, I was like, the thing was, I know from the testing we'd done there that I was admittedly this would have been an all out qualifying lap but I was about a second a lap down on pace hmm. I, I was really feeling the ballast at this point the problem yeah. is when I when I was uh, without the ballast perfectly fine i had been like top couple but as soon as you put that 75 kilos on my car I went plummeting down I was like 7th or 8th in qualifying which um, unfortunately yeah. led to what happened on that one turn one uh, yes, which was a shunt. Uh, yes, that's, that, that's, let's be politically okay with this. It was so, a racing accident. For those who may have never seen Louts Ring, because I realistically hadn't until I started researching for this series. Well, you never saw DTM? Um, no, I'd never. Well, I've never seen DTM there. I know they race there now, but I'd never, I never even heard of the circuit until I found it I've for Estetto. Um, or whatever. But yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's three corners, none of which are flat out, and all of which are different. Yep. Um, which makes it very, very difficult. The first which one I really is... like, to be honest. I, about I, I it, quite but... liked it. Once it. you got into a rhythm, it was really good. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you had to find that rhythm first. Uh, the first corner is. The fastest. Well, it, yeah, it's the fastest, but it's also the tightest. I would say. No, turn, um, turn three's tighter. You reckon, in, in terms of angle? Absolutely. Yeah, much tighter. Okay, fair enough. Um, I should also add that all of the curbs on this track are death. <laughs> yes, you can't get any curbs. So, um, turn one is... Is turn one or turn two longer? I'm not sure. Turn one is the longest corner, but it's also the most banked. Okay. Because what happened was that with turn one, you can you can have multiple lines into it, especially on the yeah. start. It's so so wide that yeah, especially on that first lap where you're still getting up to speed as well, there is three or four different options for where you can position your car at which point in the corner to get a good drive down the straight. Which I did very well. I got up to a good. I was I was doing the high side, around most people, which is great. And then um, the problem is once you get onto the back straight, that's when everything sort of reconstantinas up. Because yes. you have some people who have taken the high road but have a slower exit, or you have people on the low side or the, the middle line who are obviously keeping more acceleration through the corner. And, yeah, I mean, uh, we had four or five wide, I think, 
at points in this race. Mm. And, because um, there's so many lines through turn one that all equal out into turn two. And turn one, unfortunately, to that one ended up in a big crash. Yes, so it was three or four cars, one of which was Sean. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but this, this was the first race we used the new CSR safety car, wasn't it? Mm. Um, which was yes, because a... I think Mike Hurd had decided he'd retired from this series at this yes. point. Um. So he became our pace car driver. Um, and I think actually it worked quite well. Um, Mike Hurd, we, we remember, who out. came third in the first race. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he came third in the first race, and by race three he'd retired yeah. from NASCAR. His results were third um, place, ninth place, eleventh place, safety car, <laughs> yes. where, where he came ninth again. <laughs> yes, we decided because he was doing us in favour of, of driving the safety car, we'd give him some points. So we gave him whatever points he would have finished in. Mm. And if someone disconnected before him or, or whatever, Crashed. then if he was classified above them, he got the points for that position, um, <laughs> which he did a couple of times. Um, so he, he did actually get some points and he mm. did okay. But it was very... The problem we had at Talladega is when we had that big crash, we called like a virtual safety car. And no one knew what which is. Yes, and then the problem was no one was holding the right speed. We then opened the pit lane and pretty much everyone pitted, but not everyone. And, then, and while then, we then were all in the pit lane, they couldn't pit and they were getting laps. Well, that's that's racing, but yeah. But then all, but then the problem was, um, well, the problem that I I think the main problem was that is that they did a they managed to do a lap, um, while we were all in the pit lane. So by the time we then got out the pits and caught them up, we were showing we were a lap down, which is, in theory, that was actually correct. We were a lap down because they hadn't pitted yet. But we looked at it and thought, well, the pit stop wasn't that long. How are we a lap down? It's because they were flooring it. Because basically, they had basically done that, yes. Yeah, no one could work out what was going on. And the people that were sat in the pits because their cars were broken were too checked out to do the maths. Mm. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. But regardless, but at that point Mike, as well, you did a great job. You fixed all these this problem. Mike, yeah, Mike completely solved that problem by being a physical safety car and no one could overtake him if he was out as the safety car. We could. Um, Although we did well. try in practice when yeah. we had a dedicated <laughs> safety car practice session which was to work out how we were going to do safety cars which basically amounted to us crashing a lot and <laughs> occasionally crashing. crashing into the safety car. Yes, um, but we got it sorted in the end. We figured out what we wanted to do um, and it worked, I think, for the most part. So thank you for Mike to do, for doing that. Um, solved a lot of issues in the subsequent races where he was needed as well. Um, it wasn't a waste of... Because that was the only thing that I was worried about is that actually... Before Talladega, we hadn't needed a safety car. And I thought, well, what if we put all this effort in, ask Mike to drive it, and then he just sits there for an hour. Yeah, like a safety car um, driver. <laughs> like a safety car driver, but that's not very fun when you're supposed to be, you could be racing. Yeah, but to be fair, he's probably still had more fun doing that than he did driving the NASCAR. He loved it. Um, but equally, um, he was actually needed, so that was good. And it, and it worked quite well, I thought. Um, so Al, be you had a different see... problem at Lauer's Ring. Yes, I mean, after we'd needed Mike's services, I got a very good restart next to Jack, managed to get the inside of him into turn one, and was then 
racing away. So I had lap pace. I had consistency. I think Jack pitted around halfway through the race, and then I pitted lap after Jack. Said on my radio that I was pitting in and heard silence. <laughs> Looked over to my left and noticed that the display that shows me the gaps between all the cars that I was the only car. My internet had, and it wasn't even a particularly long outage. I had about a 30, 45 second internet outage. But that was long enough to drop me from a comfortable race lead to technically a DNF, though I got points for the cars that DNF'd before me. Yeah. That's yeah. that the one problem I have with a set of course, sir, is that you can't rejoin an active race. And if you if your internet drops for literally one second, like say you change from one internet band to another one, that will drop you out, um, which is unfortunately I mean, the sort of thing. To be fair, it's it's something that shouldn't be an issue. No, not, not in the moment. An internet blip like that should not be a problem. So it was... I'm not going to downplay it. Did, I was did, not did in a good letter in the end. Uh, no, I'd calmed down by that point, but <laughs> in the moment, I was really not in a good mood. Because, yeah, it felt like that was my championship gone, because I'd had a DNF at Talladega getting taken out, and then I just got bumped out of a fairly good race, hmm. but I think I got 10 points in the end yeah, for so that. Yeah, you, you still got fastest lap points in uh, Lauer's ring. You came 8th overall. Um, and that gave you 10 points, as you said, for the round in total. Sorry, 10 points plus your fastest fast lap points. So that was actually for 12. Okay. Yeah. Which... So actually great. stood at okay, yeah. to be fair. Could have been yeah, uh, I mean, it should have been a lot better, because I think... Yes, arguably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about 10 points. I <laughs> mean, there's nothing to guarantee that I wouldn't have made a mistake, but equally, I'd been fairly consistent through the season in okay, this car yeah. and fairly consistent through this race. I think it was mine to lose realistically, yeah. the race yes. at Lausche's ring. But in your yeah, absence, this is where Sam nearly <laughs> nearly got, um, got a win. Yeah. yeah. Because you pitted early. I pitted really early. Um, on like lap three. Oh, and then just kicked up. 38. Yeah. Um, it was essentially... I knew how much, I knew what my fuel window was. Um, and as soon as it opened, as soon as I knew, okay, if I fill it now, I can get to the end. Um, and then the safety car came out. So I just went for it. Um, just pitted. Uh, and it was fine. It worked out really well. Um, and actually, even at the end of the race, I, I had better pace than the jack i did i couldn't close the gap enough it was only to the last few laps that you that's when you, your tires went off i think you told us you told us all the time yeah they was they were definitely yeah i was losing a bit of pace but i was still closing the gap yeah um i wouldn't I, it's not one of those where if it was another couple of laps would have caught him he was no. far enough ahead that it would have been a long time until i actually caught him up but um yeah it was <laughs> 
it was a good race. I I did enjoy it. Actually, I finished that and thought, actually, you know what? That was that was good. I enjoyed that. It was a strategic race and it worked. Yeah, so second place, which for you yeah. right into the championship. Of course, Max came third following his win, um, and that led to a uh, Super GT style six way shootout. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. For the championship, go. Al was actually. Oh, there's a point we can use the old picture that Sam sent us on Discord. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Well, if I can find it, hang on. Yeah, so Al was uh, fairly determined at this point. So here we are. For the last round of the championship, Sam chose arguably the worst track of the year, (laughs) (laughs) which was the 1966 version of Monza, including the banking. Which we found an interesting bit of this. The banking the second set of banking onto what's the modern start finish straight. So the bit you see on the outside of the parabolica, mm-hmm. shut up, Sean, um, has a very nasty bump in it. Yes. And with the default NASCAR setup, said bump was enough to basically throw you depending off the track. The I, yeah. I think your... we'd had people basically manage to crash from the banking to where the chicane <laughs> is on the modern circuit. It depends on what setup you have. Because on my G27, the default setup stopped me from crashing over that bump. Weirdly. I mean, mm. the... The but thing yeah, the, the car the in was, the, the stem was the bump still... Was there. Yeah. So, I think this was another track we'd done some testing at before the race. Yes. And I'd been developing a setup. Unfortunately, even though I'd... Um, dnf from two races i was still leading the championship at yeah, this point so, going into the so last i still round, had 100 kilos of ballast yeah. on my car going into the last round al <laughs> led the championship with a dropped score of four but 54 points in total five points ahead of jack and then three points further ahead of me and chris uh then the first car without any success ballast was sam who was two points further back and then max another point back so within 11 points so in other words one DNF um, were six people who could still feasibly win the championship. Yes, and it was. Uh, this is why I think the point system works. I'm not going to lie, because although Al still won the championship, it came down to the last race, and it was six of us who could have won it. We'll put it this way. So I mean, um, to be fair, it really shouldn't have if I'm not disconnected. <laughs> really. <laughs> All right, Al, chill. <laughs> it wouldn't be, wouldn't be a very good podcast story, then, would it? No, um, I, I will agree. It made for a better story. I was um, rather determined, shall we say, for Monza. Sure, I'll give you that. And um, yeah. I think that showed, as I think Sam will agree when we get to it. Yeah, so Monza, it was the six-way shootout, and five of us were giving putting time in to try and work that out and try and win, apart from Jack. Um, yeah. It was... Um, Let's just say, I can't quite remember. Who was the first of those six to, to crash out of the championship contention? Oh, it was me. I think it was you, Sean. Yeah, that's right. It was me. Yeah. I, yes, I, it was. Because I, I, I we did, replayed uh... your crash about three times because <laughs> it was such a brilliantly hard crash. It was brutally what do we say, hard What do we say it was? Like 170G, essentially? Well, essentially, you would do it. It was about 150 mile an hour. You hit the wall and stopped. Yeah, so... And it turns so, out, yeah. surprisingly, that broke my engine. Don't Surprising. Know, don't, yeah. Not sure how. Um, but yeah, that was after making a mistake. I was in the sort of like fourth place going down to uh, Parabolica. No comment. And 
went a bit wide, went onto the grass, lost a few positions, and then had the the run because I'd had a really short gearing for the race. Uh, went down the inside of the old banking, which, as it turns out, is quite dangerous, and <laughs> uh, lost the back end three quarters of the way round, and then came off the track into the last corner, where it turns out there is a guardrail that some Italians put there, and uh, I hit that. And then big, big, big crash. Big crash. Yes, so I was out. <laughs> I think the next one out of contention was may Sam. well have been Jack. Oh, was it? I thought it was Jack. I don't know. Sam, did you Cause I think, no, I think it was Jack. No, I think it was Jack. Yeah, because I think Jack dropped it by himself just because yes. he was struggling with the car. I mean, Jack lost to Sam, so we'll go with Jack. Yeah. And then I think Sam's is. Sam losing out of contention of the championship is worth a bit more exploration because hmm. part of me still feels slightly guilty for it because Sam had got ahead of me. I think at the time it was Cree, you, me, then Max. Yeah. Because I think I... Yeah. On the first all lap... The, all the championship and... contenders were together at the, at the start of the race. Chris yeah. had kind of driven away. Yeah, Cree had fantastic pace in this race. I actually, I'd I was, been... I was... I was really pleased with the setup that I had for the car. I mean, the, the first lap, I, again, I did virtually nothing in qualifying. I was appalling in qualifying. I started like ninth. Um, and going into turn one, I was third. Going into yeah. turn one. Um, <laughs> I think what may have helped there is I seem to remember I was second at a turn one because I was aggressive with Max. That was essentially I what I had. I had the gearing on that straight where we were going up through the gears. I Which got one did we absolutely use? perfect. Which turn one did we use? Turn one as in Curva Grande. Right. Um, yeah. Not that's the turn one. No, no, no. Turn one as in... By where yeah, because that's actually is. where the start-finish line yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of an odd layout where the pit lane isn't actually... The pit lane is where it is now. <laughs> the start-finish is where it is now. But you go down the main straight twice, so it's a bit confusing. It's fantastic. But you... essentially, going into Curva Grande, I was third. Um, when I started the race, I was ninth. Did um, you f- who did you follow around? Because I seem to remember I was on the outside of Max into Curva Grande. I was on the outside of, I think, Sean and Marnix. Yeah, the only, reason, okay. the only reason you got past me is because I got checked up <laughs> and slightly <laughs> scuffed the wall. Um, yeah. But then you went around the outside on the left of me. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I mean, seem to remember what I did to Max was I held on around the outside of him, and then got ahead through the Lesmos because I, I, I wouldn't I, yield. I essentially did what Sean did earlier. I except I was at the back. I was on the back row. I was that far down in qualifying. I had no one behind me apart from Mike in the pace car, um, <laughs> and so I just dropped back a little bit, got myself sorted nailed the start and just got so much momentum with the slipstream as well super aggressive before turn one and i'd made up three i was three wide for most of it Mm. and it's not a wide part of the circuit i was clipping the grass in places because i moved from the right hand line to the left hand line as soon as i possibly could Mm -hmm. because it's more space then thought oh i've sort of done a bad here because now i'm on the outside for the first corner as it turned out didn't really matter had more space so I could carry more entry speed and I that think was I fine. Saw, and I it saw you quite drifting well. around turn what, two or three. So you, you're that on it. Uh, I was at the just, start. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it was breaking into the first Lesmo. That's right, because I said, that I said, I said, I said to you, that's a brave line. <laughs> yeah, I was breaking it. You know when you see, like, a rally car coming into a really, really tight, heavy braking corner and yeah. the back's all squirrely? Yeah, and that's what I saw. That's, ex that's exactly what it was. Um, I was terrified for you. <laughs> I, I was... <laughs> Put it this way, to try and stop it spinning, I was adjusting the brake bias while I was braking <laughs> for that corner. I've never once done that. Um, but... I hadn't done it before either, but it worked quite well. Um, I didn't need button. to change it again. I didn't need to change it again, so it was fine after that. Um, <laughs> but, but I think the next challenge you faced, I seem to remember, in that race was getting past me. It was passing you, yeah. So what I decided at that <laughs> this point, is where the story I managed goes to close, <laughs> I decided, I managed to close the gap to Al. Um, and I'd managed to pass Max mm -hmm. before, so Max was just behind me at this point, um, and he was quick as well, he was very, very quick, um, so I knew that I, realistically I needed to keep trying to run away, and I needed to get past Al as quickly as I possibly could, however... Basically, the problem is, Al is not very easy to get past when he doesn't want that's, to be. That's the thing, no. Sam's only chance of the championship was to win it, and he had Cree, I had to win Cree, the race. was getting away. Yeah, so I thought, well, the best chance I have now is get past Al and then hope Cree crashes. Um, so I caught Al coming. You caught me through... into the first part of the banking. I see. Yeah, coming out of the like the the actual parabolica, Sean, hmm. um, into the first banking. I closed the gap down on that straight. Then I was essentially on your bumper, wasn't I, through that first banking? And I yeah, thought and this is then, where things start getting a bit sketchy. Yeah, this is, yeah. I mean, I backed out of it through that first banking because I knew, one, it was very bumpy, and two, part of me actually also thought, you know what, if I pass him here, he's just going to go past me again on the straight. I'm better off slowing down, staying in his slipstream, Staying on his bumper and then going past him before the next banking, because I I thought Alistair's quite an intelligent <laughs> chap. He's not going to try and overtake me on the banking. It'll be fine. Too bumpy. <laughs> so yeah, I thought no. if I can get past on the straight, the worst that's going to happen is he's going to have the run on me going into Curva Grande. Um, <laughs> I seem to remember what actually happened is I forced you to make the overtake on the banking. I was about three car lengths lower on the corner than I wanted to be, put it that way, because Al just gave me no room whatsoever. <laughs> it was completely fair. There was no you didn't shut the door on me. There was a gap. There no, was, as I say, there was no contact between us, no. but there was also not much in the way of room given. No, I think we watched no a re replay there and Al gave you about a millimeter from your bumper. <laughs> yes. Um it was so so close there. And then because I had the inside line on the way into the banking, I did ma and and the momentum as well from the from the slipstream, I did manage to get past on the banking. And then Al came started to come back at me on the high side, um, which is the bumpiest part of the circuit. I thought, well, this is going to end badly. Um, but just I thought, well, you know what? Actually, at this point, I am still slightly ahead of him. The worst thing I can do is lift. Because then we're side by side. And if it does go wrong, I want to be in front. I don't want to be side by side. And I know that Al would be the same. You wouldn't want to be level with someone who potentially is about to have a fairly major crash. Oh no, I was trying to keep side by side with you. You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was trying to keep side by side so that you lifted. Ah, you see, but I didn't. That's lift. why I wasn't giving you any room. Is I was trying to force you into lifting. This is the yeah, problem. Al I'd... didn't need to make this kind of risk. <laughs> he could he could have finished fourth. <laughs> and, still... and then yeah. And then what but Al then? was determined. Oh yeah, what happened next is... (laughs) So Sam got in front of me, I then had to lift out of the throttle to avoid hitting Sam. Thanks to both that and a bump, I then got pitched into the inside of the banking. Noticed I was about to go onto the inside of the banking, and I think basically just hit the throttle again. And tried to send it back up the inside of Sam. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's no no word of a lie. I think if you had managed to stop time at the point or pause the game at the point where Alistair was dropping below me, you would have struggled to fit a bit of paper between our bumpers. It was that close. Um, to the point now- where I couldn't see Al in my mirrors. Then he flashed through my mirror and then he was gone again. And I had no idea where he was, whether he just crashed... Or, or what, but actually he was just slightly below me in a blind spot. On the inside. Um, now I seem to remember because obviously we came out of the second banking onto the start finish straight and towards the Curva Grande. Did I go for you into the Curva Grande? Um, lined him up. I think you had a look, yeah. Because was this the same lap that it happened or was that the next no, lap? No, this was, this was the lap that was the lap okay. after. So I managed to hold you off for more, a lap and a half, more or less. Because I seem um, to remember the lap that you'd passed me when we were going through the Lesmos, there was not an awful lot of room between our cars. No, and I think that's where you, you hit the wall, I think, didn't you, on the outside? Yeah, I tapped the, the wall, Lesmo. and I think then... I didn't Lost have a run, but I did point my nose round you, and I think it was probably fair to say that most of what you could see in your mirror was my car. Yeah, it was all grill. It was just all grill. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, at that point, when I saw you hit the wall, I thought, oh, okay, I've got a little bit of a run now. And I did open up a, not a big gap, but maybe three quarters of a second. It was it was a, enough of a gap that I could breathe again, put it that way. Um, that didn't last long, though, did it? <laughs> it, did, it did not last long. And then going up to... What is now Scari? Uh, yeah. Um... We were side by side again, more or less. Um, so was this the lap that it happened? Yeah, yeah, so this, it? Is, yeah so this is the incident. I think I'd been hounding you through the Curva Grande and the Lesmos on that lap, hadn't yeah. I? And you got a better run off of the second Lesmo and got past me on the straight yeah, now, that's not straight. Is it fair to say I was starting to take up a fair amount of your attention by this point? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> See, that um, was kind of my strategy is... Even if I knew I wasn't going to make the pass, I was going to poke my nose there Mm. so that you knew I was there. Well, that's exactly what you did. You poked your nose at the outside at Ascari. Yes. At this point, I couldn't see you. I I was just relying on the Helicorsa radar app. Which I'm guessing was flashing bright orange saying there's a car there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which are some people in previous races that wouldn't mean much at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I will yeah, say no... on my part that was probably one of the most aggressive bits of driving I'd done all season. Because well, that I mean, was... I was, I was thinking to myself, what is he doing? This isn't going to work. We're just both going to crash here, and then I crashed. 
<laughs> Your crush was so unfortunate. In my slight defence, yes, I do feel. As I say, I do feel bad for you. In my slight defence, I didn't actually touch you. No, there wasn't. To your credit, there was absolutely no contact. Why? But you... it was um, my fault, realistically. But Sam, if you'd been, why were you on the inside of a flat-out corner? Well, because I'd poked my outside. nose round the outside. Oh, I, yeah. you I didn't. Off. Yeah. Basically, as we came out of the Lesmos and left into Ascari, I think Sam would have wanted to be further to the right mm -hmm. and take was... a sweep in. Yes. I saw that I couldn't get up the left. Because I think if you watch the replay, I was behind you, moved slightly to the left, realised there wasn't room, and then darted to the right and put my car alongside yours. Yeah, it was, and it same... was only like maybe a quarter of a car, but it was enough that I couldn't move across. Yeah, and this is the thing. I was not expecting a move to stick there. I just wanted to unsettle you. Which you did. I was like, th yeah. This is possibly a lesson to our listeners is don't race with me because if, yeah, if something like a championship's on the line, I start playing mind games. And it I'm wasn't on the you. line. <laughs> you could finish fourth. <laughs> You'd have still yeah. won it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. So essentially what happened was because I couldn't take the optimal line through this flat out corner, I clipped the grass ever so slightly <laughs> on the inside and that just bumped the car, car. essentially. Um, they hit the wall side on on the outside and it just must have been very pain. hard from what I saw. I, it was I was well, it's what sort of speed would you say we were doing there? Probably at least 140, 150. I mean, we were top of third gear, I think, or at least I was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I may have been in fourth. I think I had slightly shorter gearing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very, very fast. And I hit the wall pretty much at the speed that we would be going through that corner. And it just... The the, the damage on the suspension was huge. It was like a five-minute repair, which is a very, very long time on a three-minute lap. Um yeah, so I kind of ruined your championship there. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> but... but no, it was worse than that, Sam. Because you didn't just ruin your championship. It meant you, meant you lost to me. Yes, it did. By a point. Although, to be I, fair, I mean, it is worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because by the time I came out the pit lane, um, I was a lap down on the car ahead of me, but I was a lap up on, on Sean, who was behind me. Um, so I actually couldn't gain or lose realistically at that point. So you my, still, my you race crashed, you crashed again because you were pissed off by that point. And then I crashed a few more times. <laughs> yeah. Um, the less said about that part, the better, really. Um, I was just getting increasingly frustrated and did exactly the same thing again, but on my own. Yeah, um, I do apologise because I do <laughs> feel, as I say, somewhat responsible for that. Yeah, so uh, Sam, we project, might have finished third. Oh, sorry, fourth. Over. Well, I mean, with, I, with Jack, I you might finish third. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't think I would have necessarily held out off for no, the whole race. But the thing was, is that you were so consistent ah. through the season. Your lowest score, you had the biggest drop score of anyone. Yeah. You had ten points drop. The next highest is Jack on nine, and then Chris, me. Oh no, Marnix got eight, and then Chris, me, and Chris all got seven points dropped. So and yeah. Al's on four. So I had Max on zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd... the race though. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, think it I would have if you hadn't made a mistake. It would have average. taken me a while to get past you. I think. I mean, I think we're. I mean, I'd like to think anyway. My racecraft is good enough that I can put a car where it's much like yourself. 
where it makes it very difficult to overtake it. Um, yeah, I think the difference this race is, I think you were maybe being a bit more conservative than I was. I was trying to be. <laughs> no, you were just being over <laughs> um, No, no, I wouldn't say over aggressive no, even. It was just. No, no, no even then. I mean, it was. It was. It was. There was no content. It's not like he put me in the wall. It okay. was entirely my own fault. I'll give you that. Um, but... No, in fairness, I think that was my fault. I had no business poking the car <laughs> around the outside there, other than, as I say, to mess with you. Yeah. To, well, to make you worry and to make you lift. Put it this way, Scott, well, yeah. Scott Dixon is well known for letting cars pass if he doesn't have to finish in, you know, first or second. Al is not Scott Dixon. <laughs> yeah. Although he is no. winning as many championships. So. Yeah. Al, your um, race didn't finish after Sam's crash. No, I then had quite a tussle with um, Max, who was, as Sean says, admittedly, I could have just let him go. But I didn't. He had... So Max had quite a lot less ballast than me. I think he had 25 kilos into the last round. Uh, yeah, I think so. Hang on. Yeah, so... He was yes. 75 kilos lighter than me, and he had really good pace. I think he really, beat me really. in practice at Monza. So, he'd be... full credit to Max. He's doing really well. Yeah. And he... he One of the easiest places to pass, probably, on this circuit would be the Curva Grande, if you can get it up the inside. Yeah. I wouldn't let him do that. At all. I Anytime we came off the banking, I'd I think he had several tries going for the Curva Grande, and I just would not let him pass. I was so much quicker than you guys through there, though. The one thing I observed as a lapped car, at one point where I came out of the pit lane, you were came past me kind of thing, and I was catching you through there. Every lap, I was just getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer, then I crashed again, so it didn't really matter, but... <laughs> Um, well, I think that's what undid Max as well, is he managed to catch the inside curb at the Curva Grande, and that that no, gave yeah. me enough of a gap that Chris had run out ahead, Max had dropped back then, so I knew I was second. That was where I was going to finish in the race. Yeah. Unless I dropped it, but... But you didn't. <laughs> no, I... I don't think I dropped it in a race all season. No, I don't think you did, actually. I don't think you did. Um, Apart from when which you, you the... disconnected. That's not your fault. That's not, a dr that's not well, dropping no. it, is it? That's like yeah, dropping it is in having a crash. That, yeah, Sam said, that's basically my engine blew up. Think of it that way. He's a uh, gearbox disconnected from the engine. Um, but yeah, no, I think... Yeah. I think Monza actually was quite good. It was difficult. It was very, very... The, the circuit was the most difficult part by that point because we all kind of knew the cars. We know where we can push each other to to for the most part. Um, and uh, I think it was yeah, it was good fun. It was very, very long. It was a long... I made it a long, slightly longer race because I wanted fuel to be an issue as well. Um, and it, And you did have to add some fuel in the pit stop otherwise you wouldn't get to the end. Uh, but yeah, I just it was good. I I it, I it was annoying, <laughs> but at the end of the race, I was very annoyed. But it was a good race. So I think that kind of sums up our championship. Then. So in the Pretty end, much. Al won the championship with seventy-one points, three points ahead of Chris Strickland on sixty-eight. Third place was Jack on sixty-one, 
Fourth, Max Jones, as we say, was one of the star performers of the season in many ways. Uh, fifth was me on 57. Sam, sixth, 56. Ha ha ha. Gary, excellent job by him, 48 points. Uh, Chris Everett, 43. Nick James, Mike Hurd, and Marnix Croonan. And James Broadbent on 40 points. George Watson on 20. And Harry Swarthings on 12. Um, so, chaps, where are we going next? So, next is DPI and GT3, which is basically IMSA without the GTLMs. Yeah, so sports car racing. Did you uh, yep. forget something there, Al? No. No. <laughs> I deliberately omitted something. Because <laughs> someone, who shall remain nameless, decided they're going to drive in a third class of one car, yes. which will be the Delta Wing. Woo! Which, yep. Yeah, I'm sure we'll come to this in a future podcast. Yes, we shall. Best car ever, in my opinion. <laughs> I've got a model of it. Um, but yeah, so it's this one's being run by Jack. He hasn't actually announced the calendar yet. No, I so we don't might... really know where we're going. Well, we know the prologues at Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. Um, yeah, but it's also a world championship, isn't it? So it's going to be all over the planet. Yeah, so we're all over. We're, we're going to all over the shop. Le Mans and Daytona. We know that. Yeah, the rest uh, are possibly um, Sebring. Yeah. I heard as well, Maybe. but they're possibly not. Um, Silverstone possibility as well. Um, but yeah, should be interesting Indeed. at the very least. I'm confident um, of beating the GTs. <laughs> well, I mean, just on machine, you should really. Um, no, no, not according to the times other people can do the Delta Wing. <laughs> Um, I'm racing in the DPI category. Have you decided even which though, one? no, not yet. But it's basically there's a choice between the Acura, the uh, Cadillac, and the Nissan. Al, would you like to translate? Ligier, Orica, and Delara. Thank you. Yes, not necessarily in that order. Um, no, the Nissan is the Ligier, the Acura is the Orica, and the Cadillac is the Delara. Yes. I've still not decided what class I'm running in, to be fair. But Al was quickest in both the qualifying sessions. Yes. I wasn't. Did, so. I lost the GT3 oh, yes. time to Mike. Did you? Oh, did you? Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Mike beat me in GT3. But Mike is running in GT3. Yeah, well. and I did manage to put in... Swearing's allowed on your podcast, yeah. isn't it, Sean? I don't care. Yeah, I basically put in a qualification lap that was fuck you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> it was um, quite a long way ahead of any other DPI time, I think. Hmm. Yeah, it was. It was Silverstone, it was though. Seconds. Which is a... I don't like Silverstone. I don't like Silverstone. Thing. I'm a terrible round Silverstone. I just didn't really get on with the GC3 cars. So decided, actually, you know what? I prefer the higher downforce DPI. Yeah. Plus, you know, I like the idea of cruising up behind Sean, flashing my lights and expecting him to get out of the way. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you expect that? Because I'll be so much faster. Yeah, down, down I wouldn't even expect Sean to notice you if you're next to you. Well, True. What? Why? Because famously, you know? any time you and Sam get near each other, you crash. <laughs> no, this is a good point. It's not every time, just every championship. <laughs> it's at least once every championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so that'll be our next one. Yep. Yes. So uh, quite good fun. Well done, Al. I think we have to say. Thanks very much. Yes, well done, mate. Um, well done to everyone else for somewhat being close. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm sure, Sean, actually, uh, just, will you share the NASCAR photo that I did for Al afterwards? Yeah, that's going to be the main cover picture, mate. Excellent. Because um, that was, uh, I was, I was so, so annoyed. But at the same time, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do this for Al. And I photoshopped him over a picture of Denny Hamlin winning at Texas. So it looked like Alistair was standing on top of the car instead of Denny Hamlin. Yeah, but also Al looked like he was 12 foot tall. <laughs> yes, and just wasn't bothered. <laughs> he was just standing there with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> with his hat. Yeah, it's because you didn't even get a photo. You just got my Facebook profile. <laughs> Is it my Facebook profile? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's the only only picture I could find that didn't have noodles in your mouth. (laughs) If you'd asked me, there's some pictures of me actually in my racing overalls somewhere. That would have ruined the surprise, though. Yeah. That's part of the fun, is the fact that you're wearing a suit. That one with the noodle face would have been even better. It would have been, but that would have been more of an in joke, I feel, as well, for us. Oh, dear. Um, oh dear. Anyway, so that's going to do it, I think, for this episode of uh, Sam Grey Engineering. Um, I've just yep. been told I have to go to work, so that's not so good. Um, <laughs> so um, I've just been told I can't. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh well. Um, right. Anything else to add apart from follow us on social media? Um, no, that's about it, really. No. Facebook, yep. Instagram. When Sam bothers updating it. Spotify. Yep. We're on that. Google and we are. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Oh, we're on Apple now? Yeah. Oh, there you go. The... You can definitely like and rate us on the Apple Podcast Store. Then, then the website. That's We're also there, funnily enough. The internet. Yeah, all of it. Um, until then, uh, you lot are going to do some testing, I imagine. But uh, Probably, yes. Have fun. I shall see you tomorrow night for some CSR one-night championships. Yeah. Certainly will. Caterums. Oh. Yeah. Left hand drive or right hand drive? What's you taking? Left hand drive. Right-hand I have drive. to because of my right-hand. setup. Yeah, I might do the same because oh. then my gear sticks on the right, on the correct side. No, I'll be doing right hand drive because I'm English. Right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Engineering. Thank you very much to Alan Sam for joining me. We shall see you next time. Uh, take care and goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>